When it comes to mate selection, men are much simpler as compared to women. The primary purpose of mating, whether you come from a Darwinian mindset or a religious mindset, is procreation. We are driven to reproduce and sex is the natural means by which that takes place. But there are different tiers of mate selection for men, short-term and long-term. For short-term mate selection, something I personally think is degenerate to civilized society. Men clearly choose beauty over any other attribute. Why? Biologically, to ensure that procreation takes place. Beauty is a proxy for fertility. It's instinctual. People can rationalize otherwise. But when options are actually available to a man for a short-term fling, the cuter the better. When options aren't available, men who do short-term mating take what is available to an extent. It's important to note that when men choose short-term mating strategies, the unsaid assumption is that they will not bear responsibility for providing for the offspring. Historically, men bore little risk in short-term mating and women bore the considerable risk. In long-term mating, provision softens the risk women bear but increases the risk for men. Unrestrained and uninhibited, men prefer short-term mating and women prefer serial long-term mating. They prefer the ones that pose less risk to themselves. Both destabilize society with the former causing fatherless children and the latter causing broken homes. For long-term mate selection, most commonly expressed in marriage, beauty remains important, but other factors also become important. Beauty remains important as a proxy for fertility. However, men also value chastity, personality, kindness, intelligence, etc. The main difference for long-term mating as compared to short-term is that it is clearly understood that provision for the offspring is expected of the man. Therefore, intelligence is valued both directly and indirectly. Indirectly, chastity is usually important to men with multiple options because chastity is a proxy for faithfulness. That is important because men normally don't want to provide for children that are not their own. Statistically speaking, promiscuity and unwed motherhood and educational attainment are inversely related. Educational attainment is a proxy for intelligence. Women with fewer partners before marriage are less likely to divorce. And since men bear much more risk in long-term pairing, intelligence indirectly appeals to them to an extent. Directly, women historically had the responsibility of early child rearing and home management while men had the responsibility of provision. Intelligence increases a woman's value in this regard. They work smarter. They can teach. They can work more efficiently. However, Men do not value intelligence the same way women do. Women typically value provision. Men typically don't. However, very high intelligence poses a risk to women in long-term mating. The insecurity thing with men is real. Why? It's no secret that women generally value intelligence in long-term mate selection much more than men do because intelligence is a proxy for the ability to provide resources, which is what women are looking for in long-term pairing. Research shows that high-achievement females like attorneys or doctors, for example, are married to men in other high-intelligence fields. However, high-achievement men marry all over the spectrum, from other doctors to teachers. The insecurity is justified because of women's inherent mate preferences. All other things equal, women would prefer a smarter man to an average one. When the woman is the smarter one in the relationship overall, sometimes the man may not be academically smarter but is socially smarter and has high social status as a result. There is a strong potential for instability in the relationship. If she is otherwise physically attractive, smarter men may pursue her despite her marital status. And she may choose to end the relationship because she has better options. Men who have the choice will more often choose beauty. This answer is about what they do choose, not what they should choose. For most men, intelligence is a secondary consideration. 
and it can be attractive or repellent. Let's think about sex for a moment. Imagine there is a world where you can enter two lives. In one life, you have a beautiful woman without what you would consider being intelligent. In the other life, you have the intellect, but she is not what you consider physically perfect. You love having sex with a beautiful woman. Weeks go by. Months go by. Maybe you start to see what you thought was beautiful as a little chipped. You realize this is a human who poops just like you, who has her own set of habits, who now is the mother of your children. Except she is not intelligent. At least, not as intelligent as you desired. Now things get tricky. Parenting gets hard because you pick up where things are left tossed. Your beautiful wife has trouble parenting, keeping up with things, and managing daily stress. Sex life plummets because stuff around you is generally plummeting. Now let's check in on your intellectual wife. She is still cute. She is not everything you ever desired. You still have regular sex. She helps solve your problems because she is highly intelligent. Maybe she is smarter than you. She learns things to please you in bed. As an appreciative husband, I would hope you'd do the same. She understands the daily routine and maintenance of your life, of both of your lives. She becomes the mother of your children. She understands the burden of two people raising little animals. You and her manage the game of being parents. You appreciate the intellectual component in degrees way higher 10 years down the line now. That appreciation probably turns to a reason to keep having regular sex, which leads you to live a life of actual long-term happiness, which helps you understand why you truly love this person. Sometimes we really need to think ahead a bit to see where things could severely go wrong.